You're listening to Kiama Community Radio. Welcome to Around the Arena's Kiama Community Radio sports program, where you can regularly hear what's happening in sport across the region. The Kiama Sevens Rugby Tournament is on this coming weekend. The fields will be full at the Kiama Showground and Chittick Oval from 8.15 on Saturday through till 4pm. A helicopter will deliver the trophies at 4.20 before the semi-finals and finals are played on the showground. 44 teams are coming to town from all over the state and the ACT, with both women's and men's competitions being played. Thousands of spectators are expected to converge on Kiama for the event, which is in its 49th year. The competition has certainly come a long way since its inception back in 1973, as you will hear later. I spoke with Mark Bryant, the head of the organising committee for the Sevens, and here's what he had to say. So this morning I'm with Mark Bryant, uh, the Kiama Sevens Rugby's coming up, the 49th year of this uh, event. So what sort of things um, are happening? I mean, you've got a heap of teams coming, how many? Uh, so we've got 44 teams in uh, five divisions. So you've got the Men's Premier Cup, that'll result in a plate final as well. You've got the uh, Women's Vars. So what we've done this year is reduce the men's main comp down to 12, increase the women's main comp to 12. So they'll be on even par. And then we've got the Women's Country Cup, Men's Country Cup and the Bowl. And uh, accommodation and stuff like that, the town swells. Uh, any, any thoughts on, um, you know, can I still get a spot here? Um, I think it's Airbnb at the moment. Um, yeah, we, we fill the town up on both the Friday and the Saturday. You can't buy a banana up at Woolworths on the Saturday morning. Um, with 44 teams, that's about 750 athletes. You've then got their support staff. We then have all their partners, girlfriends, boyfriends, etc., um, parents, um, and then we have the local spectators that uh, travel as well. So we get a pretty good idea. We've got teams from Molong, Parks, Grenfell, ACT, uh, Newcastle, and then we have Greater Sydney as well. So the Sydney Sydney guys seem to uh, do pretty well in the in the main event there. What about the the women? I see the uh, Ginderbine girls are pretty keen on coming down here and uh, and competing. Yeah, the uh, Ginderbine piglets they they play in the uh, women's country cup. They're very competitive. They're up against uh, Gungarland from ACT, and also the Mudchooks from Bungandore and Golden Dirty Redettes. Geez, you've got some names there. Now, COVID, how has that affected you guys this year? Well, it basically started off last year with um, Rugby Australia did not want to sanction anything, so most uh, post-season sevens tournaments in September, October, November, December were cancelled. Um, we got sanctioned very late in the piece, um, November, so we've been playing catch-up since, but all the teams wanted to play because they haven't been playing, um, and then it's been jumping through hoops with um, council, Destinations Kiama, um, local referees, in a, you know, the referees from Sydney, trying to put it all together with what takes 12 months. Um, we've put it together in three. Oh, that's fantastic. Congratulations on, on your effort, and we really hope it's, a, it's a, a great event for you, and have a great weekend. hope the weather's fine too. Oh, we'll be right. We, we can play in the wet. Well, thanks for joining me this morning, Mark, on Kiama Community Radio. Thank you. Cheers. KCR, Kiama Community Radio. For the community, by the community. In golf, a huge field of 100 lady golfers turned out for an invitational event at Kaoma during the week, and thankfully, the weather smiled on the day. It appears that there's been an absolute explosion of lady members at Kaoma, and it was tremendous to see so many ladies take to the course for the event. I spoke with Margaret Cooper, a committee member at the club, and asked her how she thought the day went. 
So I'm here at Kaima Golf Course talking to Margaret Cooper. Margaret is on the committee here and uh, they've had a big day today with the ladies. A huge day, lovely day as well. So Margaret, firstly, welcome to Kaima Community Radio. Tell us about your day here. Thanks. We had a great day today. We had um, a Texas team, Stableford, an invitation day, and we had ladies from several clubs here and a big field of 98 players and uh, a lovely weather too. And uh, so we're we're now just waiting on the final results, but uh, it's been a very successful day. That's fantastic. And, and Margaret, where are all these ladies coming from? I've been a member here over 30 years. I've never seen that much interest in women's golf. Well, we do have a lot of new ladies in the club. Um, and I think a lot of those ladies have come because they've tried the golf clinics with Elle, our, our pro. And uh, there's also a few women who are retiring and finding out there are other things to do in life. And not only that, we find that the ladies really put a real emphasis on the social side of golf, and a lot of our ladies are really enjoying that too. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah, Elle does a marvellous job here. She works a lot with the juniors as well. Uh, a really a really good young lady professional we've got here. That's fantastic. So uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks to the club for supporting Kaima Community Radio, and I hope you have another great week next week. Thank you. KCR. I also caught up with Trish Swan, as her team finished its round to get her thoughts on the day. When I spoke with Trish, we had no idea I was interviewing a winning team member. Trish's team of herself, Noni O'Donnell, Bromwyn Torrey and Kelly Greaves took out the day with 100 Stableford points. Here's what Trish and I discussed. So I'm here today at the Kaima Golf Course. Beautiful day. The ladies have got a, a, a huge field. There's 100 ladies out here playing today in, a, in a, a team event. I'm with Trish Swan. She's just finished. I think they've had a pretty good round. So how'd you go today, Trish? Well, we had a pretty good round. We've had, a, we think, about 100. So we take the best drive of the day and then everyone has to sc- take their shot from there and then we take the best Oford score. So it's the best two scores in for the day. And I think, yeah, we've gone pretty well. What's driving the... the blossoming of women's golf here in Kiama? Well I think personally I think it could be COVID a lot of people are getting out other people like through friendships and through other social groups that who would not normally play golf just word I think just word of mouth we've got an absolute massive influx of women plus got a fantastic golf course here handles all weather probably could be another reason. Okay um so anyone wanting a game of golf with the ladies all they gotta do is put their name on the sheet with you? Yep, sounds like a plan, and we're very, very welcoming. We've got a great social group here now, and they'll be made extremely welcome. Well, thanks for talking to me today on Kaima Community Radio. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Go and have a good time in the clubhouse. Thanks, Glenn. Cheers, mate. In Surf Life Saving, the New South Wales Junior Surf Life Saving titles are being held this weekend at Blacksmiths and Redhead Beaches in the Newcastle area. Best wishes to all our nippers from Jeringong, Kaima, and Kaima Downs who'll be competing in the surf and beach events. These competitors are our future surf lifesavers. Speaking of surf competitions, it's great to see Kiama's Alastair Day leading the Nutrigrain Ironman series again this year. Ali is a former Kiama nipper who has pursued his passion and dreams to the highest levels of his sport. As I mentioned earlier, the Kiama 7s has come a long way since its inception back in 1973. 
One person who was around back then was Al Marsden, a Kiama Rugby Club life member. I interviewed Al several months ago and he took me back to the early days of this competition. I'll leave you with his recollections from that time and again I wish all the teams from near and far best wishes and hope the weekend is successful for all involved. As the season progressed the sevens was a huge hit. Uh, Ramwick were down here. We uh, had a really beautiful day. There were only about 10 teams at that stage I think. I'm sure someone will correct me. But uh, we had Warilla High School, we had Kaima High School, uh, Ramwick, a few Kaima teams, and uh, it was just a great day. Mick Cronin actually brought a keg up from uh, Jerangong Pub. I forgot to mention Jerangong Pub had a team. Uh, he brought a pub up, uh, a keg up, and um, set it up on the old bar below the old pavilion with a stack of cups. It was a 25-cent honour system. You poured a beer, you put 25 cents in there and you walked away. We also uh, had this fantastic raffle of a hairdryer, which uh, appealed to most of the players there, I'm, I'm sure. In fact, I think, I hate to go harp back on this, but uh, I'm pretty sure the backs bought well over five books worth of tickets for that little item. At the end of the day, when we counted up our takings, uh, there was uh, 12 cents in there. So uh, the keg had cost us a lot of money. We all had a great time. But uh, the honour system was abandoned from every other sevens after that. That's all I have time for this week. But if you want your sport to be part of the program, contact me at kcradiocontent at gmail.com. I'm Glenn Shepherd, and I hope to see you around one of our sporting arenas. You've been listening to Kiama Community Radio. The views, information or opinions expressed during this segment are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Kaima Community Radio.